Yo, Dirty Harris here. On a Thursday, it is the 19th of August. And um, I don't know why I'm doing the podcast today. I'm a little frustrated. You know, it's it, it life, life's fucking frustrating, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, I've had many mornings that gone really well. And then by the end of the day, I'm like, fuck. You know, it's always some bullshit, you know? It's always some fucking bullshit. Yeah, it could be something with your kids, uh, with your relationships, with your family, um, you know, work stuff or um, injuries or sickness, you know, the goddamn news, fucking Biden and his bullshit. And he's fucking lived. It's funny, you know, I talked to some people I haven't talked to in a while who are fucking liberals and I didn't didn't care before but now I know if they are I kind of don't want to talk to them very much at all kind of they get like maybe 70 to 80 percent of my my attention or my cares the other 20 percent I just don't give a fuck but somebody the liberals think if you don't if you're not if you didn't vote for Biden you're a fucking Trumpster And maybe that's true. If you voted for Trump, does that make you a Trumpster? But it sounds like Trumpster is kind of used. It's like saying redneck. It's like, yeah, there's white people, then there's rednecks, right? And there's black people, and then there's don't say that word because Jesus, oh my God, fuck. Um, but you know what I mean? It's like it's so stupid. But the the frustrating part about life is, um, you're always trying to. You should, well, pursue, you're always trying to pursue to get better as an individual, uh, better your family, uh, your health, um, your spirit, you know, your spiritual stuff, your relationships. And um, it's fucking tough, man. It's it's tough to keep those in check um, all the time. And, uh, you know... Uh, I, I had I was talking to people yesterday, and they're like, "Dude, you're doing so much stuff. You got the music thing going on. You're doing these other things, and you got a podcast. And you know, and they don't realize that no one listens to the podcast except maybe you and four or five other people. I don't know, but in any case, I'm I'm still a fucking prisoner to some bullshit. You know, like um, I still have to find my own gigs." You know, and and that's, you know, isn't like I just wake up in the morning, I go play guitar and people pay me money. Like, it's not. The reality is every, I'm only booked out six weeks, seven weeks at a time. Um, What are we in August now? So I'm booked, I have gigs booked out through November, but there's only a couple in November and then it's not full in October and it's not full in September. And here I am two weeks away from September. Um... Yeah, so, you know, it's not as easy as it may seem, even though I'm booking these gigs, but I work my ass off trying to get these fucking gigs, you know, and and I have some booking agencies that, that fulfill slots for me, but, you know, remember, like, that's, I work for them at that point, and I'm under their, uh, their umbrella, and they pay me a fraction of what I could be paying if I made it for myself, like, if you work for yourself, you make more money, if you work for someone else, you have the convenience of going in every day, and they're going to pay you, but they take a big cut, so, um, you know, that's happened, and, you know, I've lost gigs that I've earned to 
um, booking agents in, and and it's not their fault. And it's just kind of the, the, the way the business is, but it's, you know, it's a fucking real life struggle, man. It's a real life struggle. Like, fuck. All right. If I was making 1200 bucks a month from this one account, now I'm making 900 and you multiply that times 15 accounts. That's a lot of fucking money that you're losing. And, um, you know, you got to get better. So I'm like, oh, what ways can I get better? So actually, I met with a videographer the other day and we're going to shoot some high definition videos of, you know, some different genres of songs and try to get some good quality where I look good and sound good and, you know, maybe get some private gigs and some corporate gigs and maybe, you know, do some weddings and stuff like that and, and, and really get top dollar for, for, for my, um, for my work. Um, because it does come down to that. Like I, I love playing music and I love writing music. Um, but this is my job now. Like it's just like I got to make sure I'm maximizing my time because doing three hour gigs, 20 gigs a month, that's 60 hours a week of playing guitar, which doesn't seem like a lot. It's not a lot compared to, you know, digging a fucking hole every day or laying concrete or fucking building a house or sitting on a fucking roof or sitting on a computer staring at fucking other dumbasses with their fucking mask on all fucking day long. I don't want to do any of that bullshit. So I'm I'm never going to complain about playing guitar ever. Um, but the reality is you got to stay sharp and you got to be on the ball and you got to work your shit. I worked this one gig that I had for a long time and things changed, right? And I've been in sales long enough where, you know, you think you're, you're, you're all, you, you think things are going to go well forever, but they don't like you literally could have an account. I had an account selling computer hardware and software for years I had three guys. I had the IT guys, the and the manager of IT, and then uh, a guy that was a CEO. You're pretty locked in at that point, right? You know, I had a good relationship with the, with the secretary, so I knew everything that was going on at the company. I knew what where they were buying or stuff. I got all their business, and you think you're the fucking man, and then one day CEO drops out, and a new one comes in. And he's got his own plans. And then the people that work underneath him that you had relations were all of a sudden their loyalties to you are no longer gone because now they're worried about their job. And, you know, instead of you getting all the business, now they got to go shop three quotes and they got to get the lowest quote. And of course, everybody out there is going to lowball because they want to get the fucking business. Yeah, that's how it works. It's the same thing in everything else that you do. You know, the same stuff with the, with getting gigs and, um, it's very similar anyway. And um, so, you know, you're never, you're, you're always, you're always on the grind. I'm not complaining about being on the grind because I think, you know, I was designed to do that, you know, designed to work hard. But the frustrating part is um, when people aren't upfront with you and it makes me question, well, maybe I'm not upfront with people enough and uh, maybe it's hurting me. So, I, you know, it makes me question everything. You know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not good enough or maybe I'm getting too old or, you know, at some point I'll get pushed out. Like I have all these little voices in my head. It's fucked up, man. And frustrating. And, um, you know, I just got to keep grinding, you know, and, and getting after it. And people love what I do. They really do. And, and I love what I do and I love the connections. But when you get fucked over a few times, it, and it can, you can let it, it I can, I can let it bother me, you know. It does bother me. But, you know, it's no different than any other job. You know, all you motherfuckers that got jobs out there doing the same thing, all you business owners that have, you know, 
your businesses. You all know what it's like. You still got to work with other contractors. You got to work with other business people. And yeah, you're running your own show. And, and then you got to deal with employees. And yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. I don't want any of that either. So, but yeah, I'm just saying you're never free. You're never as free as we want to be. You know, you're never, never free. You know, you're always under, you're always under the thumb of the universe, I guess. Maybe that's the way it is. It could be worse though. We could be like living in Iraq right now. What the fuck's going on over there? Um, does anybody know what's really going on over there? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm listening to one of Jacko's books right now called uh, Outstanding Leadership or something like that. Or yeah, maybe that's what it is. Something about taking oh, ownership. Yeah. Yeah. Ownership when it comes to being a leader and owning everything if something goes wrong it's your fault like you know this this particular thing that I'm complaining about right now about you know maybe losing a gig to something I'm like I thought I had ownership of it I thought I did a good job maybe I should have put something in place where I could have secured this gig but I, I didn't and um, you know and, w- and if I would have put something in place it would have required me to do a lot more work and I don't know if the the really would have been beneficial as far as making the money maybe down the road it would have been but you know you're still under the gun you're still under some bullshit you know you know and you try to you try to fucking help your kids out with their bullshit and you try to keep them positive and throw money at them when you can if you can and you know they're always appreciative of it you know and then but it's weird like when you you start feeling like you know you're helping out and then you'll lose things like financial things that come your way that you thought were there and all of a sudden you start like okay I feel like I need to I'm I'm in a good spot I can help out it's like you immediately get reminded that dude this could be all taken away in in literally a day COVID's a big time reminder of that you know I was on top of the world I was doing I had these two gigs where I was booked four times a month at each place so eight gigs that paid me really well and then I had all these other gigs on top of it I was doing the math was pretty good the money was pretty good and COVID comes and fucking destroys all that and it destroyed a lot of people's shit um but you can't prepare for those kinds of things you know fortunately I had money saved but fuck man life's a motherfucker really is and, um, you know, and we got kids, young kids, and then I got older kids. And some of you have younger kids. I'm not, I'm not sure what the fuck's going on with the younger kids. I really, I really am empathetic to people who have younger kids. And maybe I'm oversensitive or over-dramatizing the thought. But working at the high school and seeing the difference between when my older boy and daughter graduated versus when my youngest boy is graduating the type of kids that are in those schools and the big the, the pussies that are in those schools like I mean when I say pussies I mean they just are soft fucking people they don't think for themselves they rather stay comfortable just sitting in their big old houses with their mom and dad have a bunch of money playing fucking video games and they got no grit to them you know and without the grit like how are we going to get better maybe there's a, a, a something I'm missing I was in the sauna the other day and this kid came in I say he's a kid he's 28 we start talking and you know he made some 
points. He's like, dude, is it me? He's 28. Now I'm fucking 20 years older than this dude. And he's saying the same things I'm thinking. Like, is it me? Or does it seem like yes is no and no is yes and up is down and down is I mean, everything is what we knew before is is being considered wrong. You know, boys aren't boys, girls aren't girls. I mean, you know, I mean, it just it, that starts there um, with that shit and anything goes and they got fucking people giving, you know, medicine to these kids so they can change their hormones and, you know, jamming fucking vaccines down their throat. And, you know, and you're finding out that people are, are getting sick and a lot of people that are getting sick already got the vaccination, right? But there's signs everywhere that says, here's your chance to stop COVID from spreading. Here's your shot to stop COVID from spreading. And then the people that are getting it are fucking vaccinated. And then you got the news spinning it one way telling you it's the unvaccinated when we fucking all know it's not just unvaccinated it's vaccinated people that are getting it and that's worse and it seems to me like people who are vaccinated are getting it those motherfuckers are dying at younger ages 36 year old fucking guy from southwest died um there's some fucking kid who is 200 pounds overweight i could be wrong maybe it's the wrong weight number super overweight got vaccinated he's a fucking kid got covid and now he's they had to put him in an induced coma but he's fully fucking vaccinated and and then and then the language that you hear these fucking libtar jews is well it's a breakthrough case like what who the fuck is using that terminology I mean, that's how fucking, that's how, that's how your brain is turned off. You literally are going, oh, this is what it's called because this is what they told me to call it. It's like, no, man, this is fucking bullshit. It's what it is. Apparently these fucking vaccines could be creating other problems, other microviruses. I could be wrong on that. I've read that somewhere. I heard it somewhere, but with all the bullshit going on, I don't know. I don't have time for conspiracies, but I'm telling you what, I've gone down enough fucking rabbit holes in the last year and a half to think a lot of these conspiracy theories aren't really conspiracy theories. They're basically some truth, truths out there that people uh, don't want to believe and they call conspiracy theories. I mean, whatever. Um, most people are followers that that are you know doing this stuff they don't know any different and they're just like I don't know I'm just doing what I'm told because that's that's what I've been doing my whole life just do what you're told do what you're told they teach that in school just do what you're told shut your mouth do what you're told sit down keep your mouth shut shit down keep your mouth shut do what you're told you know he doesn't listen he, he doesn't obey he doesn't he, you know she doesn't do this she doesn't do that you know she's bossy he's a, he can't sit still well, what the fuck they're fucking kids and then you grow up either you comply or you're now, nowadays they put the fucking parents put you on fucking medicine to fucking shut you up so you can be compliant while their fat asses walk around their house fucking shoving donuts and fucking taquitos in their fucking mouth and drinking beer and you know being fucking just pigs you know anyway uh but what can you do about it what can I do about it I don't know the only thing you can do is really is is, is try to get to the gym my son told me the other day, you know, I'm breaking his balls about getting to the gym and he's mad at me because you know, he asked me to go to the gym about a couple years ago, you know, go with him. I'm like, I'm like, I don't feel like going. I was in a funk, man. I didn't want to go. And I've always gone to the gym or done some kind of, you know, anything, even if it's just minimum stuff, like playing softball twice a week, just minimum. I was always in motion. 
you know, playing basketball. I started baseball leagues. I started basketball leagues. I started um, uh, softball leagues. Um, I've done, you know, kickboxing classes on my own. I've taught those classes. I've done uh, kids classes. I've always been, you know, active or and, and putting groups together to keep other people active so I could be active and have fun. Like, but then there was a couple years where I didn't do shit. It was like 44. I think it's when it kind of started, man. I did, haven't done much up until the last uh, three or four months. And, uh, you know, part of it's because I, um, I'm not working at a, at some shit job anymore where I'm there all day long. I'm, I'm at home. I have myself in a routine, but, um, you got to get to the gym. You got to exercise. I mean, if you don't, if you're not doing those things, um, you might as well just, you know, throwing, throwing a fucking towel now. Seriously. If you're not doing those things, you're, you're really hurting yourself. You got to find a way to exercise and, and be best you can possibly be at, at any age. Um, I'm almost 50 and, uh, you know, I'm finally getting, um, a little bit of my physique back, even though my back's been killing me. Um, but you know, I'm not killing myself at the, I mean, I'm at the gym every day for a couple hours, but, um, you know, but I, I don't know, man, I just feel like if you're not doing that stuff, you're really not doing yourself a, a service. And I know I haven't gone to the gym yet today and I'm fucking annoyed. You know, I, I need to get my ass to the gym. Because, you know, the life stuff builds up, like the stuff going on with, you know, trying to keep my business afloat, you know, then there's other stuff, right? You got your parents may be sick or they're passed away or they're, or they're on their deathbeds or, you know, you got yeah, bullshit with the politics in your fucking family uh, that, that has divided people and, and, um, you know, and for what, you know, fucking what, what the fuck are we doing? It's like the world's just crazy. I'm crazy. You're crazy. Whole world's fucking crazy. Um, you know, everything we, everything that comes out of our mouth has either been told to us or we've been influenced by something, you know, like very seldom are we having genuine thoughts. And, um, even that thought alone makes me think of a show I watched called Peaky Blinders and the the head guy in there. It's a really good show. Um, but the head guy in there used to, when he had to think he would leave and he would go by himself and just be by himself and force himself to think. And I thought, how often are we doing that as individuals? Are we forcing ourselves to think? We're forcing ourselves to maybe, you know, listen to music and do some exercise or put ourselves in a state of mind where we're not thinking, you know, where we're able to just kind of do this stuff. And I think there's, that's good too. And then there's other times where you're at home watching TV or video games and you're, and you're just kind of, you know, uh, being distracted, but when are you, when are you spending time to think, you know, are you, are you doing a good job at that? And, um, you know, when you work from home by yourself, you, you, you tend to have times to think. And a lot of times you're just beating up on yourself, you know, like you could do better, you know, those kinds of things, but that's not really thinking. It's like more like self-sabotage, but when you're really thinking about a problem, or thinking about connecting with what it is that you need in your life. Like that's, that's hard to do for a lot of people. It's really hard to do. Um, and the only way to really get through that is, is to really just focus on just breathing, you know, just breathe. 
you know, I do these, I'm not a very good swimmer and anybody knows me knows I couldn't swim for a long time, but I can actually swim a little bit now. But when I swim in the pool, I accomplish a couple things. I get a little cardio from it because I swim on my back. But I also work on my thinking of jiu-jitsu that I just started taking. And, you know, they call this thing called shrimping out where you, you kind of push your ass, slide it out so you can get out of bad positions and get your frames in, which are your frames are like your knees, your elbows and, and creating these frames so you can kind of create space so you can breathe because that's the biggest part of jiu-jitsu, being able to fucking breathe. Because if you've ever done it before or wrestled before, you can't fucking breathe. You're not. It's not a whole lot of fucking fun. If you had older brothers, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. When they sat on your fucking chest and they dropped loogies down in your face and then sucked it back up and did that for hours or held you down and smacked you on your belly. That's what happened in my fucking house when I was little. Anyway, um, but uh, you know, so I also do this thing where I just when I'm on my back, I I breathe. I like like a meditation, and that I can do that for you know for hours. I, I haven't done it for hours, but I've done it for 20, 30 minutes in the pool and um and helps me kind of like intake my thoughts after i'm done breathing when the thoughts process in my head i feel like i'm clearer on sorting through them and i'm not getting emotionally charged or attached to those thoughts does anybody make that make sense anybody i'm an emotional person so it's 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 easy for me to get hijacked especially if somebody's provoking me like you provoke me um you know, it could be, it could be bad for both of us, you know, and, um, I, I, I tried to avoid those kinds of situations that most, you know, most of the time, um, but it happens and, um, but you, you know, uh, I think, uh, you know, being able to think, you know, going out in the woods and, you know, could you do that? Could you go out there in the woods and walk a mile into the woods by yourself, unknown territories and, just sit there and think you know what would happen would be is your you know maybe you would hear something or something would spook you and then all of a sudden you'd be out in the woods and then you know your instincts would be taking over your animal instincts would be kicking in and your like your senses would be real self-aware of what's going around is there a fucking bigfoot a cat a fucking bear you know something like that would you be able to do that like i think about that like i want to go out in the woods and i really want to have those experiences i want to want to get hijacked with my emotions but also want to be able to like connect with it you know and i i'm we're so far removed from that as human beings i don't know if many of us could do it and uh, uh or even want to do it you probably have to go with a guided fucking tour that's how i mean look at these fucking jerk offs who fucking hunt on guided tours i think that's a dickhead thing to do um and I say that because I'm ignorant. I don't know anything about hunting. And I, I would like to go on a hunt. And, and I guess if, if I went with someone who hunted, I don't think I'd want to go on a guided tour. I'd rather go with someone who was, you know, maybe had a grandfather who was a big time hunter and had a dad who was a hunter. And, and then they pass that information, all that that information down to the, you know, my friend. And then we could, you know, I could learn from that. I would appreciate that. But I, I'm all over the place with these thoughts. Anyway, um, Dirty Harris out, man. I hope you guys enjoy uh, the podcast. And, um, you know, I hope some of it makes sense to you. And hopefully, uh, you know, you guys get something out of it. Dirty Harris out. Late. Hey, everybody. It's Ricky Harris from the Dirty Harris podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate all the feedback and all the listeners. 
Yeah, uh, this is the second year I've been in uh, doing the podcast. This is season two. Um, a lot of ranting and raving going on. I have some interviews coming up. I'm actually working on my podcast room right now so I can have a place where people actually come in and actually do some interviews. We can sit down and, and, and shoot the shit. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in uh, coming on the show or if you have anybody in mind that would like to be on the show, uh, please have them reach out to me. Um, you can do it through uh, an email address. It's iglowit at yahoo.com. And if you want to be a supporter of the show, um, you can also Venmo at iglowmusic.com. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good day.